I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Saturday, and that means that we are a day late in giving it to you. What? Never mind. Want to talk about labor problems? There's the Department of Justice. Or video games? What about how all three of them work together in what it was deemed the most boring podcast in Gamers 2 history? <laughs> that is very true. Video game and economic politics. <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine if we if like we actually just full committed to that? Oh, yeah. All our, all our entire <laughs> podcast was on purpose was us doing financial rundowns for all these companies. It'd be like extremely niche, but it would get like a really small loyal following. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's probably a handful of people out there who are like, I'm really into this thing as we're, we're diving into like the Jim Cramer, CNBC of <laughs> money inside of video game world. Yeah. Oh, well that's the life we live now on the gamers Two podcast. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. I also forgot to close the heat vent in this room, so I am warm. I was wondering why it was hot in here. I, I walked in and I was like, wow, it's like bizarrely warm in here. It's always the joke that I normally will close that unless it gets cold. Because mm-hmm. if I leave it open, that and everything else will just yeah. provide enough heat normally. And I see your other ones on too. That so. one, yeah, that one's on, but that doesn't do a damn thing. You don't even hear that one if this one's off. Anyway. Good times. And the sun's it. really hot today. The sun, I mean, yes, the sun is hot, Matt. Yeah, but there's I, those I would days. Like, I, would, I would like to dive further. There's those days where, like, the rays hit you. You walk through, you know, you walk through a beam of light, and you're like, hot damn, <laughs> sun. I just, I just like the idea that our entire podcast might as well actually be the sun is hot. Yes. Um. And other cool new facts. <laughs> my my small mini-me has also discovered the sun, and he runs up and tries to fight it. He tries to fist fight the sun? So he runs up, and he starts to, he tries to grab it, and then he runs away. Because, you know, we get these, like, solid oh, yeah, beams he, of yeah. light that come through. So he'll run up, and he'll try to grab it, and then he'll run away. And it's like, it's the sun, you idiot. You small idiot. You fucking loser. <laughs> uh... <laughs> wild <laughs> yeah, I could, the best part is i could picture the entire thing because i could just picture you on the couch going it's the sun you idiot <laughs> it's the sun son uh, good uh, times 
hey, want to talk about things that uh, you could play to not to ignore your son? You could. You could play these things to ignore your son. You could play these things to not hear about Activision Blizzard and Microsoft. Or to not be in the sun, which, as we know, it's hot. It is hot. I uh, Funny story. Okay. The coworker and I, uh, were wa- we walked out of work, and we immediately were like, oh, it's getting warm out. That means our other coworker is going to want to sit outside on lunch. And then we were devising a plan. And they're like, well, maybe if we front stack the beginning of summer when it's cooler, we can get our allotment of time outside in. And then by the time it hits peak heat, he'll be like, oh, I'm done. I, I don't want to be outside anymore. You know what my solution is to you? Just don't do it. Bing, bang. You want to know what I do if my coworker wants to go to lunch? Fuck off. My gonna, lunch is my time. I'm going to get an umbrella. That's what I'm going to do. Get a parasol. Okay. A little fancier. Yeah. That is or fancy. get one of just the, the, the hat one? The hat caps yeah. that's like a visor with an umbrella over the top of it. Beach party wear. Yeah. All right. New releases. you damn right. Like, number one, Creed Rise to Glory Championship Edition for oh PSVR 2. I waited my entire life for that. Number two, Filthy Animals Heist Simulator for the PC. Number three, Grim Grimoire once more for the PlayStation and Switch. Number four, Meet Your Maker for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Can I just meet a maker? Uh, Number five, The Magical Mixture Mill for PC. There's a lot of M's. There is a lot of M's. I don't know why. Four, five, and six are just M's. Number six, Movie House for the PC. Oh, remind me, after I read the rest of these, I gotta tell you something. Okay. Uh, number seven, Batora, Lost Haven for the Switch. Number eight, Curse of the Sea Rats for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Also, the disease that it feels like is inside of me. Uh... <laughs> Curse of the Sea Rats? Yep. All right. It's, also the, cur- it's also the curse I put on my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> I put that curse on the Japanese. <laughs> Noted enemies of the Gamer 2 podcast. <laughs> uh, number nine, Hyper Violent for the PC. Also how I feel most days. And number 10, Raven's Watch for the PC. Uh, the thing I needed to bring up, because yes. we're talking about games to play. Games you want to know? You want to know what I saw on sale during the Steam sale that happened like last week? Last week ish is the words I wanted. Is it a what? What is it? It was a brewing simulator. Brewing. See, that's interesting because I could see how a brewing simulator could actually be useful. It was very similar because it's all similar. chemistry. I can't fucking pronounce. Pronounce. I can't. I'm going to off myself. <laughs> I've had a stroke. <laughs> It was in the style of cooking simulator, so you're actually little up res textures and actually in a kitchen mm-hmm. or I guess basement depending on <laughs> probably where you were. And I was like, Oh, I don't understand any of this. But it might be a mat thing. And you wanna know what it was on sale for? Twelve ninety nine, I believe. Oh, that's not bad. No, I could see that being because you could learn you could probably actually learn a lot that way. Oh, there's a seagull. Um because it is all chemistry and I don't even know the chemistry. It's like, you know, gotta have a certain certain like minerals and shit in your water for certain types of beer and blah 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 and that's why certain types of beer seem to be 
particular, uh, like specific to a certain type of certain region because they have a certain type of water and on and on. This is why this is this is one of those moments where I go, I don't care. <laughs> I just like the end product. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of where I mean certain times, like you know, building a baseball team, for example, mm-hmm. as that's the other thing that's on our screen. Yeah, I like to get behind the numbers and kind of like look at some things yeah. and, and do a little bit of that chemistry. And then it gets to beer, and I'm like, just give me it, man. I don't care. <laughs> it's fair. It's nothing wrong with that. Does it taste good or not? It's a whole other question, and then, too. And then if you want to follow down the down the rabbit hole of, oh, this is good. Tell me about it. Then I then I will listen. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Anyway, um, would you like to kick off the national labor discussions? <laughs> we could do that. Let's do that. <laughs> the national labor. Relations Board, everyone's favorite, is pursuing a complaint against Activision Blizzard after finding merit in two of three charges made by the Communications Workers of America Union. Isn't that, one, the, isn't that the one? Just real quick, that mm-hmm. just that they like just got in coats with. Uh, like not coats. Yeah, 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 coats yeah. usually has a negative connotation. Yeah, but I, I mean, like it's the one that they just agreed to start working with. Yes. But they also, it's the same group that's been... That's also pushing for... Yeah, and they've yeah. been making, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, claims they've, for a while. Yeah, they've been claimed. But I, I thought that was one of the ones that they, they did just say they would start working with, so... Um, one of the charges that the NLRB is pursuing accuses the publisher of illegal surveillance of a July 2020, 2022 a lock, walkout. Not a lockout, not something else. Uh, the CWA said the company had managers and security involved in what was a protected labor activity. The other charge the NLRB found merit to was a threat from Activision Blizzard to block future access to internal channels where employees were, quote, discussing wages, hours, and working conditions. The dismissed charge was a claim that Activision Blizzard was violating rights by cutting off access to chat during a specific all-hands meeting. We have heard about all of these Yes. I remember all of them. Yes. Um, I think what will happen is if the video game news ever, like, picks up, because I feel like it's been several months now where it's just been really rough, uh, we're going to cut Activision Blizzard off of the news cycle, unless it's specific to a video game. I, You know what the best part about that, you, your idea there is? Yeah. Is even in July, peak, or sorry, June. Peak video game news stuff for the first two weeks. Yeah. Or first two and a half, even, with Summer Games Fest and all the conferences and everything like that. We are still going to find a way to have to talk about it because Diablo is going to come out in the beginning of June. Mm-hmm. And there is going to be some bullshit like a week later. Yeah, I'm sure there will be. Or some revelation that somehow relates to it. Yeah, it'll yeah. get brought up by Microsoft at some point. Yeah. of Like, we're bringing Diablo 4 to consoles. And you're like, yeah. Fuck? Exactly. If we if we, if they let us buy Activision Blizzard, we'll bring Diablo to consoles. And you're like, I, okay, I guess. we'll put it on PlayStation for free. Yeah, that's not a sentence they will ever say. That those last two words will not happen. For free. Hey, you want to talk about Activision Blizzard more? I mean, we have Remember? to. Damn right, we do. Number two. The U.S. Department of Justice filed a civil suit against Activision Blizzard today, accusing the publisher of violating the Sherman Antitrust Act with Overwatch League and Call of Duty League rules that kept players' salaries down. 
The government is taking issue with the Esports League's competitive balance tax, which it says was intended to penalize teams if they spent more on player salaries than an amount decided upon by Activision Blizzard. Like, who thought that was a good idea, though? Like, the whole competitive balance tax. So you want to know who else has a competitive balance tax? Who? Baseball's competitive balance tax? Technically. Is that the same thing as, like, the luxury tax? Yes. But it's not specific to people's salaries. It's specific to the entire organization. Which way do you want to start thinking about it? Do you want to think about it from the scummy owner ownership perspective? Do you want to think about it from the player perspective? Or do you want to think about it as a fan? There's three different views. Well, like, I get the I get what you're saying. Because in essence, they're doing the same thing. It's It's bullshit in the Activision Blizzard's implementation of it because they're saying a pre individual salaries pre capped by blizzard yeah which is if that is true to like hey no individual can make above x then that's a problem where in baseball it is you can't go over x amount and however you so choose to distribute that yeah is among you but that is also like See, now is, I'm starting to get that same. Vein. I'm getting baseball confused with Formula One. So, ba- Formula, I think it's Formula One's the one that if you go over, no. What happens with the money from the luxury tax if they go over? In in baseball, baseball. yeah, I think you pay it to the league. Okay, and then, then you get fined into the tiers. And one, the league and doesn't. The league just disperses it to the different owners. They disperse it to. Uh, the other teams based upon like market share and yada yada. Okay, so that's All where right. the joke has been that like teams shouldn't be complaining about like the Mets overspending because, because they're getting money. The Rays are going to get a ton of money, except they constantly go to the World Series and they underspend. Yeah. So that's yeah, where they okay. always argue that like the competitive balance tax is in baseball is meant to, is supposed to be meant to help the, the, help the bottom teams in smaller markets be able to like mm-hmm. afford more players and be good except and, the owners and the small markets are just are just penny pinchers the situation right yeah cleveland tampa bay like oakland well oakland's a shit team but yeah oakland's a shit team that doesn't spend money yeah. Tampa's a good team that doesn't spend money. Yeah. But Tampa still gets rewarded, so they still get a giant chunk of that competitive balance tax, even though they went to the World Series. Seems like there should be clauses against that. It's it's a whole I think that's part of the like CBA problems and whatever. So Yeah. Because where like the players have complained about it, where they're like Well then you have to tell them that, like there that there would almost need to be a, a salary floor, but that introduces other problems. So, yeah, it's interesting with all these systems when you're basically you're trying to defeat um, the human ability to get around rules. Right. And then you introduce money hungry owners who are going to do everything in their power to skirt said rules to maintain the most money. Yeah. That's it. Player owned. That wouldn't work either. (laughs) No. Because the player's only around for, I don't know, 10 years if they're lucky, I guess. Yeah, hitting 10 years in MLB is is pretty big. 
Yeah. I think your I would assume your average is probably like five to six. Yeah. That sounds sounds good. All right, more bullshit. Microsoft and Sony have responded to the competition and market authorities revised findings that Microsoft's purchase of Activision Blizzard will not harm competition. Microsoft said, quote, here we go. Nate's favorite. (laughs) Microsoft has been clear since the announcement of the merger. It has no intention to withhold or degrade access to Call of Duty or any other Activision content on PlayStation, end quote. Meanwhile, Sony said the CMA's reversal of its position is, quote, surprising, unprecedented, and irrational. Ooh, that's good. Call them irrational. Uh, They went on to say, quote, SIE respectfully submits that the addendum does not justify the CMA's U-turn on the console's theory of harm, end quote. They went on like this for 11 pages. So they basically pulled a... Kanye, I'm gonna let you finish, but yeah, yeah, you fucked up, yeah, for eleven pages. <laughs> uh, respectfully, fuck you, <laughs> and respectfully, you're an idiot. Respectfully, irrational thinking. You're not even your head's not even on straight. Respectfully, I don't like you. Respectfully, this cake really good. <laughs> Just, uh... <laughs> eleven pages of just starting every sentence with. Respectfully. <laughs> Basically. Oh, Sony, you silly, silly company. Anyway, let's just move on. Yeah, let's get to other things let's that talk we can about, actually talk about. Let's talk about Asus. Asus. I say Asus. All right, we're going with Asus then. I've always, I did Asus, I think, but then I heard other people say Asus, and it's just been that forever. I think I watched the... Um, a video once of like how to pronounce um uh, uh like a bunch of computer companies and i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure it's asus but i'm not 100% positive on that asus well hardware manufacturer asus asus has you know we're going to go with asus because asus is too close to something else has unveiled the ROG Ally, its new handheld PC device. Some details about the device were revealed in a hands-on video from YouTuber Dave, Dave2D, Lee. Lee said the device's screen size is 7 inches across, and displays resolutions at 1080p, has a refresh rate of 120Hz, and has a quiet fan. He also noted that the handheld PC feels lighter when compared to the Steam Deck. The Ally will support a Windows 11 operating system and will be compatible with Xbox Game Pass. Hell yeah. Game Pass. Also, when they asked about how much the device will set, when asked about how much the device will set back customers, Asus told Lee that pricing will be very competitive. Well, that doesn't mean anything. But let's talk about some rumors. Two models and two colors, white and black. 512 gigs will run you $649, while one terabyte will run you $899. Uh, it is missing a Hall Effect thumbsticks and other features to match the 649 Steam Deck price. Uh, I'm going to do the quick. What is a Hall Effect? So uh, just a type of sensor. Okay. Uh, custom Asus OS is still being worked on. Can link, uh, you can link your Steam, Epic, Origin, and Xbox Game Pass to the OS, and it will be able to sync achievements and screenshots. Uh Looking for an October release date, Microsoft uh, is to help promote Game Pass on said device. 
Asus is aware of the Sony handheld secretly being worked on, which is why they approached Microsoft months ago. And uh, just to be clear, if you're aware of a secretly worked on thing... <laughs> it's not very secret. Not very secret. <laughs> it supports an eGPU and VR. I didn't realize that the eGPU thing was still a thing. Yeah. I actually like saw that and I had to I googled it cuz I'm like that was like I feel like that was a gimmick from like years ago but then like no there's still you can still get the uh, Yeah, you can you can still do the core get the box like the, yeah, the core, the core containers or whatever but like it was a gimmick for a few years ago and then it, I other than like I, severe niche cases I don't see a reason why you would ever need one. Mm-hmm. But and it has you, to be supported by the manufacturer and all right. that. But now if this is the case where if you had a handheld and you wanted to play VR, it's a pretty good reason to have it. Yeah. It also means that you might as well just, at that point, buy a PC. Uh, biggest hiccup is the design. Gyro controls not necessarily functioning properly with Windows, which is always great. Um, I like the idea of competition in the handheld space. Especially this side of the handheld space. Okay. My issue is with the mention of a custom Asus OS. Yep. And. Which I'm assuming based on their earlier statement is just going to be like Windows 11 with a skin. Yes. Which that that can be fine. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's expensive. That's that's that is expensive. But also he did not catch that. That terrible camera angle. I guess it counts. Uh, maybe it did. Um, the killer. Oh, not the killer. Um, what was the other one that was getting pushed? Not Ubisoft. It was the other handheld. Like it, it wasn't Asus. Um. That was not the Steam Deck. Yeah, it came. It was getting pushed after the Steam Deck. After the Steam Deck, Logitech. No yes. Razer. No, I think Logitech is correct. Okay, I do remember another one, but I can't remember anything Rocket? about it. No, it was it was one of those peripheral companies. Yeah, it was. A, yeah, and but like there you go. There's another example of assumed competitor that hasn't done. never shown up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's hard. It's hard for, especially at the price points. That I mean, the the whole allure of the Steam Deck is its price point. Yes. And if your entry is the Steam Deck's most expensive model, and the Steam Deck at that price, you get a lot of value. I mean, you get the unit itself is is a value, but then you get everything else you need with it. Like, you get a case. You get like, and if you wanted to, you can just swap the drives in it. Yeah. So it's a little bit finicky but like the guys at work two of them own steam decks and they've both swapped in giant nvme storage drives and re-put the os back on so they just have massive storage like they put mm. two i think they each put a two terabyte gen 4 m2 in do they have the did they get the cheap one or did they get did they get the one I don't remember my, i'm thinking of getting and i don't know if the anti uh, anti glare screen is worth it. I mean, I can ask them next time I see them. Yeah. My guess is they got the big one. Yeah. 
Uh, it's interesting. I oh, I pull, I looked it up. Um, there is a Logitech G Cloud that's popping up. Handheld. It's like a white thing. Yes. Yeah. That's screen. probably it. Yeah, white thing with the yeah, yeah. And then it was like two hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yep, two ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of though. My, there memory, it is. my memory's still good. Still got he's it. He still got it, guys. He still got it. And then there's a bunch of Chinese ones. <laughs> my memory still got it. And as anything confirmed from the baseball game last week, my memory's weird. At least he got one, you know? You know at least you got one. What was it? When we were on the way down and you're like, I don't understand how you remember anything. <laughs> I was like, That's I like every day for me. Like, I, don't I don't remember anything I should. My problem is if I feel like if the if the information is accessible, like if I can just look it up or yeah, there's no reason to store it. I'm just like out. Yeah. Then we start getting to a discussion about where gates are at Yankee Stadium, and I'm like, oh well, this one's over, and this one's, and we did exactly this, and there were three people in the bus in front of us. And... Yeah. But yeah, the uh, it the handheld market it needs competition. Because initially, it was just the Switch, which apparently Nintendo think was a console. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, well, this is cute, and it plays Animal Crossing, and Nintendo game's fine. Yeah. But, like, can we get a little bit of something beefy? And eventually Valve's like, surprise, motherfucker. And then here we go, yep. Steam Deck. And then now it's chasing the dragon. Yeah. And you never catch the dragon. Yeah, you don't. You don't catch the dragon. Although there is a bunch of like, uh, it looks like there's a bunch of like Chinese ones that are. Oh, they're probably insanely good. Yeah, they're running like. They're probably insecure. Running hardware. It's yeah, like, they're, they're probably all is. insecure as all shit, but. Yeah, battery life's probably terrible on them. That's probably a catch. Your data is probably destroyed. <laughs> data. Who needs that? His privacy is not a concern of theirs. Accurate. There's probably something in their user agreements where if you buy this product, you agree that you are now a citizen of China. <laughs> uh, you must have implants placed inside you to operate this. Please fly to <laughs> Beijing, <laughs> Beijing to get them. And... and then not come home. Swear fealty to. G. Overlord, yeah. Winnie the Pooh. Uh, speaking of authoritarian governments, number five, Whoa, Saudi Arabia's wow. public investment fund. <laughs> what a fucking segue. <laughs> uh, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund is looking to invest $38 billion in the games industry. According to Bloomberg, the country's government is looking to diversify its economy. The investments would come from the PIF's subsidiary Savvy Gaming Group which is looking for game projects to acquire, but also to develop and publish. Uh, speaking of Savvy Game Group, uh, Scopely announced that it was that has struck a deal to be acquired by Savvy Games Group for $4.9 billion. The mobile publisher behind titles like Marvel Strike Force, Stumble Guides, and Star Trek Fleet Command. I only know two the, of those. Yep, same. Is the latest in a string of game investments for Savvy. Scopely said it will remain an anonymous operating a company under Savvy. Autonomous, not anonymous. Autonomous. <laughs> Fuck. Savvy is a good name. It is. It's a good name. Um, it is very interesting. Uh, 
idea. So I don't know if you've ever looked into the the PIF. Um, I have not looked into the PIF, but the Saudis are very well authoritarian shit show. But like their financials are very interesting to me. Um, all the Middle Eastern countries are very they but, do very interesting things but with their money, specifically Saudi. Okay, because the Saudi Arabia's PIF, as I assume, very similar or the same as Qatar's PIF, um, or Qataris, whatever. Basically, the only reason that got brought to my attention is because um, there's somebody I can't remember what his name is, so I'm not even going to try to remember it. Uh, somebody is using is a Saudi backed entrepreneur that is looking to buy Manchester United. Mm-hmm. So there've been a bunch of discussions about sport washing and everything else, because there's been a bunch of already uh, Saudi owners and that are just, you know, buying yeah. everything and yada, yada. And so there's been a lot of like breakdowns from a lot of experts in articles that I've been reading of like, so this is who this person is and where his money comes from roughly and like who his father was and how that ties into the PIF or doesn't tie into the PIF because the PIF also if it's if it's the same thing which I'm pretty sure it is the PIF also funds the live golf group the LIV golf group which is the PGA counterpart Mm -hmm. and F1's ties and like everything else and it's like and it's always it's the same thing when you look at China and you go yeah but you're state-owned and this is supposed to be their way of being like, no, we're not. And it's like, you all will still 100% answer to the state if they want you to. Mm. Like, no. Well, this the PIF's the thing that's run by the uh, Crown Prince. Right. So, But then there's, supp- there's supposedly... Yeah, public. Parts of it where they, yeah. like, when they're like, oh, we'll run autonomously underneath it. And you're like, will you, though? <laughs> you will until... Until somebody says you don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I always find I find Middle Eastern countries uh what they do with their money interesting because they they're very much aware like all right, so the Middle East gets the, predominantly gets the bulk of their money from oil. But they're very much aware of the fact that like oil is not infinite. So like whereas a lot of western countries typically don't do a good job diversifying Middle Eastern countries, like they, they like are all about investing in different things, and especially with like alternative energy, like they're, they're big into doing that stuff. But they've it's also like, only started doing that over the last ten years. Like, I mean, some countries, a lot of like, like, I mean, I mean the big ones. Yeah, when you look like, at like the Qatar World Cup bid ten years ago, which mm-hmm. was which is a full full bribery and a, a thing from FIFA. Like yeah. I, they were one hundred percent paid for it, but like that was their beginning of trying to reshape the uh, commentary around them Mm. by building all these new modern cities and diversifying into uh, sports and whatever. I I think they obviously they're in like planes and airlines and stuff like that. But the sports one is always the killer for me because it's what they, they, they have a, I can't remember what the name of the league is, but they do have a a professional soccer league there. It's where Ronaldo went. And everybody's like, yeah, it's not, you know, not great comparatively. But they also bought, like, PSG and Man City. And, Mm. like, (laughs) so they 
very much have presence in places and have been working on doing the live golf thing was a massive one. And like Mm -hmm. they're working to make big moves. Yeah. And shake foundations. I don't know what I really want there for the word, but make waves. Yeah. I don't know. Rock the boat. I don't know. I, I think they do want do want to rock the boat in some they I think they would say no the PGA tour can exist and we can exist but they also want to say well if we crush the PGA tour oops that's unfortunate unfortunate <laughs> I guess it's all my money now yeah like yeah millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yep. Again, diversifying with intent. Exactly. Uh there's a few other this is a, yeah. Popular with some other countries as well. Looking at you, China. Looking at you. <laughs> China and Sabre just doing the side eye thing. And just... China's like, we did it first. Showed them how to do it. Russia's like, why didn't we tell me? <laughs> All I have is this tundra. <laughs> yeah, they've... And funny enough, they do all of that, and yet still inside of their countries is like, how about you guys have a little bit of like equality and not authoritarianism? And no, brah, royal families and such. Anyway, let's talk about number six. Insider Gaming is reporting that there's a new PlayStation handheld in development, codenamed the Q Lite. The next PlayStation handheld is the next piece of Sony hardware. 
that aims to be yet another piece of hardware. I would have saying hardware ten times over. Yep. That requires the PlayStation Five. Insider Gaming understands that the Q Lite is not a cloud streaming device, but instead uses remote play with the PlayStation Five. Sporting adaptive streaming up to 1080p and 60fps, the new device will require constant connectivity to the internet. As for the console's physical features, early prototypes show the console will look like a lot like a PlayStation 5 controller, but with a massive 8-inch LED touchscreen in the center. The device sports adaptive triggers for haptic feedback and will include what you would come to expect from a handheld. Volume buttons, speakers, and audio jack input, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Insider Gaming understands that the Q Lite is in its QA phase and is scheduled to release before the PlayStation 5 Pro and after the detachable disk drive PS5, which I know everyone is clamoring for. Really? No. Sarcasm. Yes. Um, I think uh, this is a terrible idea. I you know what? I'm going to come back on that. I don't think it's necessarily inherently a terrible idea. I think Sony's implementation of it is going to be a terrible idea. Do you have thoughts on this thing? So I see where you're coming from. And I I, don't, I just had like massive Captain Kirk moment there. I thought I was about to start <laughs> just and I believe you should shoot the alien. <laughs> um so I get where you're coming from. I think it's a foot in the water moment. Because I'm betting it would be designed with such a way to just go full cloud if they wanted to. In the future. And this is just the eh, baby step. See if anybody even actually wants the handheld game. See, here's the thing is where I, like, if that was the case, good, great. But my issues with this is that it's Sony. So they're going to come out with it. It's going to do, right off the bat, it's going to do nothing but remote play from a PS5. And they're going to charge you, like, $300 or something like that. Which, if it's more than, say, like, the Elite Controller... It's it's out right there. You're, yeah. You've lost it. Yeah, which that's the thing. Like for me, it's it's a great. I would I would love this if it was treated as a a full on accessory, and they were upfront like this is just an accessory. It's a controller with a screen on it to do remote play, and it's going to be like a buck fifty. It, I'd yeah. be like, I will buy one. Like, hey, do you want to sit on the couch while your wife watches TV, and you can still play your PlayStation? Yep. Sign me up. Yeah, I would literally use it at my house with no other. You fucking in love my house. this thing. <laughs> I'd be sitting at my computer playing WoW and then playing the show on my on yeah, my PlayStation. <laughs> I would also be then sitting in bed just playing the show in my bed. Like what? Yes, it would be great. I would mm-hmm. all, if it was one hundred and fifty dollars. Done a hundred percent. I would. Yeah, same, same, same. If they try to do the middle of the road thing though, where they're like, oh. You know, it's 300 bucks. It just does remote play, and we might add cloud down the road or something like that. You got to go all in. You either got to, you got to, you got to do one or the other. If you're going to go all in, go all in. Yeah. I think the, I still think the, I don't think they're ready for the whole cloud thing. No, I don't think, not. I don't think PlayStation's you know why now or, or PlayStation Premium and all that shit. I don't no, think that's the, ready. None of that's ready, but you want to know why, what else isn't ready? Game Pass on PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I don't know. And that that would probably be why they couldn't go cloud because if this one actually does work out with because uh, I think Game Pass does work on the Steam Deck and stuff like yep. that. So it's like you're already you'd immediately be be compared to things that work just fine. Yeah. Or sorry, and then X, specifically X Cloud, I guess not Game Pass. And then a month in, someone if it has any sort of like capabilities at all, a month in, someone would have hacked it and put like put Game Pass on it somehow. Yeah. So. And that's all Sony would have a fucking aneurysm at that point. No, that's my whole thing. It's like, I like the idea of it. I just think they're not going to execute it to the way that, that I think it would be the that most we want successful. It, yeah. yeah. But no, I mean, 150 bucks is exactly what we think it should be. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'd, I would, I Sign would pre-order one. I'd be like, this is it. Cause it's like, it's the same thing as the steam deck for me. Like, the only reason why I'm considering a Steam Deck now is that exactly what you said. Like, I can't. You can get everything. I can't get. I can't get to my computer anymore. It's not a realistic thing. I've come to the the conclusion that like me playing on my computer on a regular basis and reliably is probably not going to happen for me for a few years. So, man, that's sad. It's really <laughs> sad. It's really depressing. So like a Steam Deck. <laughs> I wish we had cameras out because it just this serious look that he gave me. Well, he said, "Yeah, it is depressing." I'm yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about it because I'm like looking at my computer and I literally I get on it like maybe five minutes a day if I'm lucky, and it's just to do some web searching real quick on some things. Yeah. And I'm looking at it. and I'm like, this is a fucking waste. Like this is such a waste. But um. You know, a Steam Deck, I can I can have it ready to go, sitting on the couch for twenty minutes, and then or take it to work with me. You know, I can I could somehow work that into my life a little, and it's approachable, which is the same thing that I could fulfill. But if it's going to be three hundred dollars, and they're going to do some weird three four hundred dollars, and they're like ah cloud as well, and it's like you got to sign up for a PlayStation but Premium or whatever the hell it's called. They, the moment they say three hundred dollars, just buy a Steam Deck. Exactly. There's literally no, the moment they go to that price, there's no point in buying it. Yep. It, it prices itself out of the market, essentially. And the only reason, the number one reason it prices itself out of the market is the same reason that if Microsoft made one, it would probably price itself out of the market because unless they said that it can do more than one library's worth of games, mm-hmm. it's not worth it. Yeah. Well, the, the, that's the funny thing. That's how much Sony sucks right now is that, like, if Microsoft came out with one and said it was $300. I would that would be more attractive to me than a Sony one because Game Pass is so much fucking better. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, would be, it would definitely be more attractive. But I mean, like they would still be you'd still be limited to Game Pass's market, which again, okay, I'm limited to 300 games which are cycling constantly. Like mm-hmm. I, it's a pretty good, pretty good limit. Yeah, but like it's not the Steam Deck where you have all of Steam's library and Game and Pass. Game Pass. Yeah, so Pass. Yeah, 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 I got your peanuts here. All right, that's where we're at. I don't know. We'll see. 150 bucks, and I buy one. The de- the detachable disk drive thing also is irritating to me because that should have always been that should have been what they fucking led with. I don't even get what it. I I still don't understand what the point of that is. It. I don't get it either because like. My understanding does- of what we saw with the rumors, the thing is, okay, they do away with all their previous SKUs. And they just consolidate to that one SKU where it's essentially a digital digital version and you can attach a disk drive to it as an accessory. Which, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me blow your fucking mind, Sony. Just sell the disk drive. 
Yeah. Put it in the store. And then, hey, did you have a digital one? Hey, did you want to not have that? There, look, you can load discs now. That's the part that fucking kills me about this. Is that it's not... not It's rumored to not be compatible with the digital version of the PS5. Which doesn't fucking make sense to me because it should just be a driver install. And then followed up with, you want to know what doesn't exist on physical media nine times out of ten now? The disc? The game? Yeah. You get a a fucking code. It's a bootloader. It literally has the the smallest amount of stuff to pull it down from the server. So, okay, what? I'm getting that to watch Blu-rays on? Sure. But still, let me just have a disk drive then. Ugh. Jesus Christ. What a shit show. Oh, we're going to do it after the model. Fucking Mark Cerny, man. What a shit show. <laughs> I don't know. You want to, should we talk about it more or do you want to move on? And this here is where we will be able to plug in the future disk tray. Uh, Mark, why aren't, you gonna totally... release, why aren't you guys going to release with that? We don't think that it's optimal, and we are going to instead make two different SKUs for $400 difference, and people will buy it. Uh, Mark? Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we got reloaded software. He's fucked up. <laughs> oh, no, the Mark AI stopped. Has anybody actually seen Surfing in the Life? Nah, we can move on. I don't have anything else about it. All right. On to some short things, which is probably actually the more interesting side of uh, all the news. Um, Network N Media has acquired long-running brand Custom PC. Do you remember that magazine? No. Okay, never mind. For an undisclosed amount and is taking it forward as an online-only publication. The previous owner is Raspberry Pi. I don't remember many, many mags. You were not. Around. We had this discussion before. You weren't really a big magazine person. No, I was. So, where was that one in the Barnes Noble? <laughs> it was all right. So, you remember how um, the paintball magazines were on the one side? The last they were essentially in the last row facing um, Starbucks. Yep. In that same, on that same fixture, but on the other side, okay. and on the top left, <laughs> with maximum PC and PC World. That one, I and know. there was a whole slew of other like custom PC, like PC modding ones and, yeah. and stuff. You know, I asked him it as a joke. I fucking got him, <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the joke turned out to be that he knows the answer. Yeah. They're still there. I'm pretty sure. I don't think they've changed their. Well, the magazine racks are still there. Yeah, I they added. I think they last time I was in there, they actually added some of like the spinners. Mm-hmm. I think that's the, the weird thing is I think that like magazines, some magazines I think are having like a little bit of a comeback. Maybe that weird, that weird vinyl comeback. Yeah, exactly. Because literally right next to the magazine section is the entire nook section. And you're like, yeah, the nook. there's something foreboding about this. <laughs> the nook. Uh, Devolver Digital announced that it has acquired the game studio Doinksoft, creator of Gatto Robot Roboto. What's that? That's a robot cat. That is a robot cat. It's Spanish. <laughs> it's, a great, it's also a great name. Just doink. Doink soft. Doink. Doink the clown. Uh, a doink the clown. Yeah. Dude, how about the WWE selling to uh, UFC? Yeah, I know, right? Weird. 
or sorry, making a joint venture because now they're under same parent company. Yeah, that whatever media, uh, yeah. not enforcer media. Can't remember. How about Vince McMahon Weird. looking like a straight fucking comic book villain? That no, it, it wasn't a comic book villain. He looked like the grandfather from Dennis the Menace. <laughs> uh, That's exactly who he looked like. Yeah, and I just think a bunch of people didn't watch Mr. Wilson. The pencil mustache. Yeah, it, oh, it's a hundred percent Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. Wild. Um, Ampere Analysis has determined that EA was the top publisher for monthly active users on Xbox and PlayStation consoles from September 2022 through January 2023. It's a weird, it's a weird window. I guess it's like the, you know, that, that video game window, the video game season. So September 22 to January 23, they were the top publisher on Game Pass? Basically, top publisher for monthly active users on Xbox and PlayStation. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, not so, just Game Pass. Yeah, so I mean, overall. which kind of makes sense when you consider Madden, FIFA. Well, FIFA's a September release. Yeah. Madden's which, late that's August. What, there was a chart with it, and basically it was like... Need for Speed Unbound did exist, unfortunately. It was like, basically it was Ultimate Team that they were comparing everything to. So, yeah. Yeah. No shit. Yep. Talk about stats I hate. <laughs> stats that I hate that shouldn't exist. Yeah, um, instead of stats that are <laughs> exist but do not matter. Yeah. Stats <laughs> that exist that should not matter. Um, or <laughs> stats, that, stats that exist that we literally shouldn't bring up. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Is that how you say his first name? Yeah. Second, last name? I don't know how Japanese names work. The creator of Mario has said mobile is unlikely to play a major role in the franchise's future releases. Okay. No more mobile. Well, whatever. No more major mobile. You know, did you see the red carpet for Mario? I did not, but I did hear that it's doing well. There's a couple of shots from like the red carpet of Shigeru Miyamoto being interviewed, and then behind him in the camera shot is Jack Black in a Bowser jacket doing a bunch of goofy, like silly, weird poses. And it's like you look at Miyamoto, who's very like stoic in his <laughs> in his presence, <laughs> and he's just doing those things. And then, it, but it's just like that. You know, you on the outside, and then you on the inside, because Jack's just being himself, yeah, goofing off in the background. Speaking of Jack Black, did you see, uh, did you hear about the, the latest Mandalorian episode? Nope. Okay. I'll give you a little taste. Jack Black and Lizzo are in it. And, um, the fuck's his name? Doc Brown. What the fuck? You know oh. who I'm talking about, so. I mean, I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's in it as well. Wait, actual Doc Brown? Yeah. Isn't he unbelievable? I think I'm he's really old. Now. Yeah, so he's really old. Yeah. And in it, Jack Black and Lizzo are married. That'd be okay. It's I wish we should, we should look it up. You get a picture of it. It's something else. I don't I don't even know if I need to see this. Yeah, I need I do need to look up who Doc Brown is though. 
Yeah, I can't remember his name. It's driving me nuts now. All right. Um, Capcom has announced that it's greenlighted a new live-action Street Fighter movie. Emmett Brown. Emmett Brown. Um, Live-action Street Fighter movie and TV program, the game publishers. The game's publisher will be partnering with production firm Legendary Entertainment. I've heard good things about the D&D movie as well. So have I, yeah. The Street Fighter one will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Jean-Claude comes back? <laughs> Maybe. You never know these days. Yeah, the... Uh... Yeah. They look closer to like a Marvel thing than... Oh, you've looked up a picture of them? Yeah. They look closer to like I would see them in a like one of the... Guardians Thor movie or something. Guardians movies, like one of the random planets. Uh, Yep. Also, all the top uh, articles were like, "What the hell is happening in Star Wars?" Yeah, it's basically. And I was like, "Yeah, sounds about right." It took a turn, that's for sure. Um, Amazon has cut nearly 100 staffers within its gaming subsidiaries as part of its ongoing job cuts across the company. Those infected include employees at Prime Gaming and Game Growth and its San Diego studio. So, yeah. Uh, Glowstick Entertainment, maker of 2020's Dark Deception Monsters and Mortals, said it is being bullied by Monster Energy over the use of the word monster in the game's title. In 2020, Ubisoft changed the title of Gods and Monsters to Immortals Phoenix Rising after Monster Energy challenged the publisher's trademark of the old title. I didn't realize that Monster Energy was such a patent troll. I don't even know if it's a patent troll, trademark troll. Of of the word monster? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a weird thing to be able to yeah. trademark troll. Yeah. Apparently, I mean, they've been doing it successfully, which is fucked up. Um, EA debuted its EA Sports FC branding. Did you see that? I did. I was just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, it's a thing. The The part that never matters to me is what your branding looks like. It's what's your game look like afterwards. Yeah. Yep. Arc 2 has been delayed to the end of 2024. It's about family, Dom. In its place, you're getting a paid <laughs> next-gen remaster of Arc Survival Evolved called Arc Survival Ascended. Fans are pissed because Studio Wildcard promised that it would be free for existing users. Oh, and they're killing the original game servers, so you're forced to get the update. Well, they have to pay Vin Diesel something. Yeah, because it's about family. It's all about family. By family, I mean dollar bills in his pocket. You don't turn your back on family. You don't turn your back on money. Or family. Paul Walker. That was a sweet camera angle for that slide. I got him in fantasy. Oh. Got half? Fancy? No, Warner. Oh. He got his soul. Oh. Baseball. <laughs> um, All right, A-Rod. Right, Gamescom opening night live will be Tuesday, August 22nd. Book your calendars now. Hello, Games. What? What's up? No, book calendars. Never mind. You do what, you, you do what you want to do. <laughs> All right? No one's here to tell you how you live your life. You want to book a calendar? You book that goddamn calendar. <laughs> Wise words. Hello Games has released yet another update for No Man's Sky. The Interceptor update sees players explore corrupted worlds, take charge of their own salvaged Sentinel Interceptor starship, and they added jetpacks. It looked massive again. 
I don't. I, I saw trailers from Sean Murray and whatever, and I was just like, "What the?" At this point, I'm like, "Fucking make a new game!" <laughs> like you're killing me. We get it. You're sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's one of those almost like they they can never not make amends. Yeah. It's almost. I feel like they're almost wasting it now because it's like the game's so old, and it's probably if someone walked into that game with no like recollection. Or, or like had no idea of any of its past history. Yeah, they'd probably be like, "This is the greatest game ever made." Yeah. Oh yeah. It's got so much stuff in it, and it's like, what do you oh, mean well, nobody plays this? <laughs> exactly. It's there's so much that you can just space explore and do all this stuff, and you're like, yeah. "Well, oh man, uh, your innocence." <laughs> so nice. sweet, so sweet. Um, player, you're so, you're so sweet and stupid. <laughs> Player recreations of Call of Duty maps in Fortnite's Creative 2.0 mode are being removed in accordance with the updated policy set by Epic Games. Uh, players not are not to players are not allowed to use Creative 2.0 to quote create, publish, or monetize content based on others' copyrighted IP. End quote. Makes sense. I mean. Yeah, it was wild to see like what people could create, but mm-hmm. I I understand their immediate potential legal problems. Uh, God of War Ragnarok New Game Plus is now available. Age of Empires 2 Definitive Edition Return of Rome DLC is coming out May 16th. You going to return to Rome? I would love to. Do a little Alexander... I would I I would conquer the world with Roman uh legions. I think that'd be fun. <laughs> Madison Square yeah, typical Saturday. Yeah, typical Saturday. Gotta go fuck up these uh Carthaginians. They sass me too much. Just mouth it off. <laughs> I'm gonna burn their city to the ground and salt their fields. That's uh, just what I do. <laughs> do Roman. In this villain era. Madison Square Garden Sports has announced that Counter Logic Gaming has combined with esports outfit NRG. I have no idea what any of that means. So CLG uh, is now sold to NRG. Yeah, CLG no longer exists. CLG has been around for years. I ten, recognize ten CLG, but I don't know what it. NRG jumped into league and other esports maybe like five years ago, and then kind of backed out of some of them. And now it looks like they're working on coming back into it, I guess. There's like too many acronyms now. There's rumors that a bunch of teams went out of the LCS. I just want things but to consolidate. Esports so has I, always been a yeah, volatile It is very volatile. endeavor. I watched the video, speaking of baseball. We're not speaking of baseball. We're watching baseball. But <laughs> I watched a video the other day that popped up on my news feed, and it was basically a video covering the rivalry and hate between Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer. Okay. And there was a lot of footage of Garrett Cole uh, when he was on the Astros. And um, what other team was he on before he was on the Astros? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And he had a beard. And I was like, damn, yeah. Garrett Cole with a beard. It's good shit. Um, yeah. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> that. Yep. 
Good shit. Yeah, best shit. And Trevor Bauer, by the way. If he wasn't, if he didn't have a douchebag personality, he'd be really likable. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of problems with him, but yeah. Yeah, on the personality side. But like his... Yeah, not like court legal system, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legal, legal side. I, I include that in with the personality oh, okay, side, because okay, they kind of go hand in hand, usually. Especially for the things that he's having issues with. Um, Why is he a fan? But he's like a, you know, his whole like engineering philosophy with pitching and like, you know, his motivation, you know, it's like his drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very endearing. But then he like, you he speaks he's, he, or well, he yeah, does he, things. He's an ass. And you're, like, and you're oh. like, wow, you could get hit by a bus and I wouldn't mind. <laughs> I wouldn't feel anything. I'd drive it. Yeah. <laughs> I swerve that bus to hit you. And then you get Garrett Cole, who like basically has had everything handed to him. But completely lovable because he'll pay play peekaboo with a baby in the middle of a game. That's true. I did see that. Yeah. So anyways, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga collection has sold one million units. Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. All right, Nate, this is going to be your favorite one. Are you ready? I haven't even read it. Sony has filed a patent for a deformable elastic controller that changes temperature, presumably for haptic feedback. Yeah. I saw the patent go through, and I was just like, what the fuck? But why? For your penis. Or your vagina. I don't know. Or whatever else you got. That's why vibrations the controller. Yeah. No, that's a weird one. Like, I... Again, I kind of get, you know, what they're going yeah. for of, yeah, if you're walking around uh, Midgard in Thimble Winter, or Thimble Winter, what? what? And it's winter, <laughs> and it's cold, and the controller's cold, and I'm like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or like, oh, hey, I'm in hell, that's hot, that's weird. Okay, both, whatever, here's the problem. I'd prefer... To want to continue to play the game and not have the controller cold in my hand. That also being said, it would be nice if you would just allow me to not relate to the game and just turn down the controller so I could take my sweaty warm hands and cool them. That was my thought process when uh, back in the 360 days. Oh, you, I or maybe it was the original Xbox. It was the original point. Xbox. I had the fan controller. Because there were also the PC mice that are fan mice. Yeah, I had the fan controller and it was one of the greatest things ever. It's yeah. amazing. You got to get these palms, man. Yep. I have sweaty palms, especially when I'm playing video games. I get the cold sweats when I play video games. Where I'm cold, but I'm sweating profusely. See, I won't, I won't get the cold sweats. I will get the the energy sweats. The old, the gamer sit up in their chair moment sweats. Yeah. Yeah. A little the same thing for me. Cold sweats, energy sweats. Oh. And I get the fight or flight thing and I got to pee. <laughs> I don't think it was called fight or flight or piss. <laughs> you know the sports thing you know before i it was always it was my mo like right before i had a race and track i would be like minutes before the you know the start and i would have to run to the bathroom to pee because it was just my body was like yeah get rid of these fluids man we gotta fucking book it i don't think i've i don't think i ever had that in any of my competitions like it's like i it's say like, my, i say my competitions in before any it's game a I've slightly more or... appealing version than the throw up you know, having like there's some people that cliche thing of people sure, throwing yeah, yeah. up before, 
Yeah. But I think that's just due to like them getting so nervous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it, it kind of is hand in hand. It, like your body's a, just like it's a nervous oh, puke and rally, so you have a piss and rally. I have a piss exactly. Piss and rally. There we go. <laughs> I'm glad we got to the bottom of this. And meanwhile, I'm just like, I don't know, man. I just kind of showed up, do whatever. Okay, she's like, I show up, I hit ball. Hit ball, throw ball. Yeah. Watch ball go by, strike three. I don't know. <laughs> when I was a kid, I bawled my eyes out when I struck out. I hated it. You know? You got older? Be, you got to be passionate about something. Broke about when I was a kid. All right. Well, that's temper. You got to go through. Nope. <laughs> nope. It was when I swung and hit the ball. Oh. It was not like out of anger, I throw the bat and broke it. I too big for bat. I break bat. I show bat who's boss. It's pretty cool. I still have it somewhere. All right. Broken bats. Just like a cool memento. That's a cool I mean, I have my bloody shirt that I fell off the car with. Don't know why. That's a weird memento. (laughs) (laughs) But you would have that. Uh, That was probably in your storage unit, wasn't it? Uh yeah, probably was. Yeah, probably was. Probably was. <laughs> All the shit that was in that storage unit, that fucking school desk. Still have that. I know. <laughs> Still have that. It's in the cold storage. It's just so solid. It is. And it's adjustable. Yeah, I mean it's surprisingly useful. I might I might get some more. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'll do with them. Get some more. <laughs> just picture you in a couple of years you go to like a just parent teacher conference and just walking out with a table. <laughs> like oh they're just guys, like stacked up in, in the corner of my house. I don't take this. Um Sega has marked April Fool's Day by releasing a Sonic the Hedgehog murder mystery game for free on PC. Which I think I saw a thing saying that it, it had also been downloaded a million times. Yeah. Uh Joseph Staten the head of creative on Halo Infinite and a former writer at Bungie is leaving Microsoft. Another one bites the dust. I think he was also the uh, cinematic lead for one, two, and three. Mm. Uh, but he, I know Infinite he was. Man. Go ahead. Yeah, it's yeah, Infinite. It's... Yeah, it's not really a good one to. Nah, I think it's. Yeah, it's time for a uh, rebuild year for them. Um, and then finally, Star Wars Celebration is a thing. Um, there was a whole slew of stuff. Star Wars um, teasers for shows. And then there's there's three movies planned. And there was a new timeline. I did like the timeline thing. I also enjoyed the timeline because it was... It, I feel like it was... I like that it was like clear. And then also like it, it was a good like... You know, a good breakdown of like the the segments. There. It's clear. There were nice logos. Yep. And it was just, hey, it's this, 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 this. Yeah. And everything we do is going to be somewhere inside these bubbles. Yeah. We'll tell you later wherever it is. Yeah. So the three movies. Let me hit you with the three movies oh, that they planned. The first one will clearly fall into the very first segment of the timeline, which is, uh, I think it was like Dawn of the Jedi. Yes. And it is supposed to be about the origins of the Jedi, and the uh, it's being directed by James Mangold, who is the guy who did um, is doing the new Indiana Jones movies, doing a whole slew of other shit. But he described it as a biblical epic. Oh. The second one is Dave Filoni, 
who is the Clone Wars creator, who's also doing the TV shows with Jon Favreau. He is making a conclusion to the, quote, Mandoverse. So he's wrapping up the Mandalorian storyline. You know what? Good. Finally. Because they need to. Oh, it's good. We're hitting. I'm, I left the best for last. Oh. And then finally, we're getting uh, the we're hitting the last bubble, which is New Jedi Order. We're getting a movie with Daisy Ridley as Rey as she makes the New Jedi Order. Whatever. Yep. That I, I literally best for last in my entire reaction is just whatever. Well, it was like the most like I feel like the one that people are going to be like the most like about. They're going to be the most in it, but they're also it's also the from the end of eight or sorry end of nine. It's the most eight, no shit. Yeah. Like oh well, oh what happens uh after every time when the empire when they blow up the thing we got to rebuild the Jedi Order. Luke the thing I'm it. worried about... Because you know what's going to happen. You're missing, you're missing some context for what I'm worried about. Because you're not, you're not current to your... To your uh, um, probably joy. You're not current with the fucking... Everything... All the, all the things that are currently running. So season two of The Bad Batch. Yep. Season three of Mandalorian. Yep. Um, it's all been about cloning. All about cloning because they're trying to plug the gaps with the whole for the for the new trilogy with Emperor Palpatine coming back, and the Bad Batch specifically is dealing a lot with cloning, but then cloning the, uh, the changing the cloned person's gender. So there in the Bad Batch, there's a female version of uh, Jango Fat. Okay, that was that is a clone. Jango Fat. <laughs> Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm already like, oh, here we go. We got to add another complication to this thing with Ray. Where we get to watch Ray fight Ray. I think Ray's going to turn out to be like a clone of Ray. (laughs) There you go. A clone of Palpatine or or her parents were clones or some weird shit like that. Yeah, which again, that's all fine, but they can like wrap that up relatively quick. Yeah, I mean, I think the problem they sh- is if they dwell on it any longer. I mean, that's kind of the problem now is they're dwelling on things too long. On like but they're like, they've kind of usurped all the like the Mandalorian started off good, and all these shows, all these Star Wars shows started off good, and now they've like usurped them, and they're using them to explain their the, problem, the shit with yeah. the new trilogy. So here's here's my thing: it's a quick no context into the Ray idea, right? Yeah. What happens every time the Empire shows up and does some bad shit and blows a lot of things up? You get a rebellion. And then they... And? And then... Specific to the Jedi. It's a chosen one? No. What are we talking... Where, where you you have here? to rebuild the Order. Yeah. You yeah, have the Dawn. You destroy them. Luke attempts yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... Go sideways. You can literally see the cycle in their little timeline that they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Luke attempts to rebuild it. Shit goes sideways. Here we go again. Yeah. So there is that potential of her attempting to figure out how to do it with no understanding at all how to do it because literally every person that she would have do it with her is now dead. Yeah. Until they say, no, they're not. Yeah. Because we cloned them. 
Yep. Surprise. Here's Luke. But the there is that like we never got to see the Luke movie of him attempting to rebuild the temple and we just get the like flashback cutscenes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there is something where you could kind of have that uh like the old Republic video game early beginnings where you're at the temple and doing the like training and like trying to figure out and like having some drama inside the temple and yada yada. Mm-hmm. But what you can't do is end that movie with going like scrub season nine where it's like, okay, we just all of a sudden no longer talk about Ray because Ray is now stuck to teaching at this temple and we send student one and two out in their missions. And it's like a weird buddy cop of Jedi is doing their stuff. Which is where I would kind of like be worried. Yeah. As they, as they leave it on a cliffhanger. Oh, that's weird. I haven't seen a Sith in a while. And then you just randomly see one of them like do the 90 degree turn to the camera and his eyes just glow red and he's like, surprise! <laughs> <laughs> I've been in the temple the whole time! And you're like, oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of worried about that because it seems like everything's... I don't want them to, to do that and retread the same fucking stories over and over and over again. I'd like, rather them... You can do it, but do it in a really... Do it in an interesting way. I'd rather them do it in a way that is her attempting to find a temple thinking she's found a temple because everything she sees is Jedi texts and whatever Hogwarts hijinks ensue and students fall down this like rabbit hole of a hidden door that then lowers down into this Sith temple with a a holocron with a holocron that is like the double teacher effect Mm. where it's the holocrons like whispering essentially to the students and trying to undermine Rey and it takes her until like the end of the movie to figure it out and she essentially has to kill one or two of her students that'd be fucked up Disney would never do that but I I see where you're going with that like if she had to kill one of her she, she manages to convince one of the students to fight the other one with her and they have to kill the bad student because he's he she is getting corrupted by the holocron be interesting mm-hmm Disney's not going to do it. Yeah. Disney ain't got the balls. They're not even that. They just can't write good anymore. Yeah. That's done, it for news, though. Done no write good. All right, cool. So what have you been up to in the last uh, eight days? I went to the zoo today. You did go to the zoo. There was lions? There were lions. They looked really soft. They were fluffy. I wanted, It was Danger Cat. I wanted to pet it so bad. I know. Um, I try, trust me, you sent the video and I was like, I, I want to just pet that. I want to go cuddle. They look so soft and they look like they just cleaned them. Like they just washed them or something. They had, their manes were all fluffy. Like I know they, they would destroy they, me. They're like velvety wanna, like, fur. I just want to lay down and just have them like, just yeah. like walk up, lay down, cuddle next to me. And then just like one big gross lick up the side of my face or something yeah. like, yeah. Good kitty. Um, what else has been going on? I can't remember the name of that cartoon. Oh, it's going to bug me now. What has been going on? Oh, I went to uh, went to the a, game, a baseball game in Syracuse opening day for uh, minor leagues there. Yeah, that was good. We sat in the table. We had one of the tables. Yeah, it was it was that's Worth clutch. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, if it was just two of us, the bar in front of the tables is that would be where where to go for sure. 
Because then you also get like waited on, essentially. I mean, we can do that. You get waited on. Like there was people being like, "Can I get you anything?" And I was like, "Uh, I mean, you just tell me when, and we'll do it." I have, I have, let's go. No responsibilities. Um, so the yeah, I mean, we we you did that. We went to a Yankee game. We did go to a Yankee. I forgot that was technically since we last recorded, we went to a Yankee game. Yeah, went to a Yankee game, which was good too. It was good seats. Got to see a Red Sox fan get kicked out. I was gonna say good weather, but. The weather was great. It was great weather up until the literal last inning. Yep. <laughs> the last three outs. <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, they of course, out of their three games, that was the game they lost as yep. well. So that's classic. I think that was my first time that they've lost while I was there. Yeah. That I, that I remember. Mm-hmm. Almost got hit by a ball. Yeah, literally two seats over from me, one seat over from Matt. Yep. Dude ball caught directly it. to us. Yep. Well, he didn't catch it. He bobbled it and then dove on the ground tearing his jeans in order to get it. Yeah. Old older guys do so respect. Oh yeah, hundred percent respect that effort. Um, and that's he was, he was pumped. He was pumped. He was he was texting all his people next. Yeah, I was, was taking, I was sitting next to him, so I saw him. He was, he was texting all his friends, taking photos, of taking the ball. photos, and they were just, all. Like, it was just a foul ball. Yeah. It wasn't even a home run. Yeah. And uh, that's a bit. That's about it for my life. Other than you know the the boring stuff. What have you been up to? Same shit, different day. Yankee game. A lot of wow. A lot of the show played a lot of that this week. Mm-hmm. Now that you know baseball is kind of bitcha. Did he get? Did he get it? Was it fair? It was. Um, that they gave me the bug. So that's kind of that's kind of really been it. It's been uh... no, I've been, I've been playing volleyball. That's really been. It's been the only thing stopping me from playing games, which is good. Go to get the blood flowing. Yeah, get up and just beat a bunch of old people. Yeah, you know, sometimes they do it. You gotta let them know. Yeah, you gotta establish dominance. Yeah, they like sit the fuck down, let the younger generation run, run the show. Yeah, and if and except here's the problem with that, I'm the youngest one there. Mm-hmm. Usually, I think there's only like been a couple yeah. times where there's been somebody younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, the funny thing is though, it is the part that kills me. I've probably played with these people for 13 or so years now. Most of them anyway, because a lot of them were from down here and then we've moved to like different locations. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've played with the majority of them for that. Long. Yeah. Still to this day. And it's just pickup. So it's like, hey, everybody just show up, randomly jump on teams. We'll get it done. If teams get if there's too many people or teams are like too unbalanced or something, then like we'll captain up and people pick teams and try to like figure it out. The problem is. Nobody wants to be a captain. Classic. And even sometimes when they're <clears throat> sometimes when there are captains, they don't know how to like Balance. pick roughly fair teams. Yeah. Like there are only three or four of us that can actually do it correctly, where we will almost sometimes purposely pass up certain people so that way things get balanced. Yeah. And I got sick of it after for four nights in a row, two weeks worth. Because I play Tuesday and then I play Wednesday with roughly the same group. Mm. Only like four people change maybe between the two. And in both times I had to figure out what all the teams were, like balance them. You know, oh, oh, well, so-and-so is showing up. Well, who do they go to? And I'm like, I... Then what? the one night that sent me was teams got all picked. Then 
two more people showed up. Then, so that we, or teams were kind of figured out. Then more people showed up, so we picked them again. Then people left, so we picked them again. Or, like, it was just the whole thing. And then people were leaving, so we're like, well, what do we do now? And everybody's just kind of, like, looking around, like, not wanting to take charge. Yeah. And it's just that part where I'm like, I don't want to. You are all much older than me. Figure this out. You don't need me to do it. And then it reached the point where I'm, I'm, just, I'm just doing it. Because they're not doing anything. We're, we're going to be sitting here all night just standing around waiting for somebody to do something. And, um, or I'm leaving. So I'm just, I just end up getting to the point where I'm like, that's it. You there. You there. No, don't open your mouth to me. You there. <laughs> I just like get real authoritarian about it. I'm like, you are going to stand there and give me a minute. And then it, <laughs> it boiled down one night where it, it was that night with uh, like three people leaving and, and changing teams or whatever. And they're like, well, what do you want us to do? Or like, what should we do? And I was like, literally just go stand somewhere on one of these courts and then I'll figure that out, figure it out. And they're like, well, what, how do you want to? I was like, no, no, no. Just do, just go stand there and give me a second to not talk to any of you and I will figure this out. And I figured it out within like 30 seconds once I kind of had like the peace and quiet to myself. And I went, yep, perfect. This is fine. We're done. Play with these. And if it means I put myself at a disadvantage, I put myself at a disadvantage. I don't give a shit. I just want to play. It's just pickup. I'm not keeping records. But it, it, oh, it sent me through the roof. And people know now that it pisses me off because I literally, I didn't go the week after. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not. No. I'm only going one time this week. I'm not. 100% not participating in having big teams because I don't want to do that again. It's like you're all old enough. You should all know how to do it. Maybe they just like you doing it. And it's not like an old enough where it's like, hey, you're old enough and you've never played. Like, hey, you've watched me do this for the last four years. They secretly I, they secretly like him doing it. Oh, I'm sure they, I'm sure they love me doing it because it also means they don't have to do it. They're like, oh, let's make the young guy do it. And I'm just like, I I'm, I get so frustrated because then I'll make everything work and then somebody new will show up and they'll be like, oh no, what do we do? And I'm just like, there, 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 done. There, problem solved. I don't know why this is so hard for you people. It'd be like staring at a, at a puzzle that has 10 pieces and then that's it. And then once there's the 11th piece, they panic and i'm like it's just an extra one you don't have to what it doesn't matter the picture's complete you're fine don't worry about it it's bonus piece i don't know man i don't know do i enjoy problem solving yes do i enjoy problem solving just because other people won't do it no (laughs) there's a difference all right but that's all i got I got nothing. Cool. Then this will get posted, and we will see you all in six days. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.